Hello, in this episode of On The Button, the video marketing podcast, I'm joined by Darshini Shah, head of content at Man Group. I really love uh, working and chatting with Darshini. She's so passionate about what she does. And she's worked with some of the sector's leading players, including UBS, Interactive Investor, Bloomberg, and now, of course, Man Group. Amongst other things, we talk about creating relevant content, standing out in a crowded sector, and the importance of measurement. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to subscribe and share. Darshini, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's lovely to have you along. Tell me about Man Group and what you do there. So Man Group is an um, is an asset manager. We have long only and long short investments, um, and we invest across systematic discretionary real assets. I am the head of content at Man Group. I look after the editorial, the content strategy, and the content marketing, and primarily that includes, for example, our written content. So we have a publicly available. A content site called Man Institute, but also our social content, our multimedia content, our video content, basically all types of mediums of content um, my team looks after. Tell me about the content side. Clearly, that's where your passion lies. What is it about content that excites you, especially in this sector? So content in finance is really, really interesting, right? If you just think about the landscape, you've got so many companies, you've got so many asset managers, you've got so many entities actually producing the content right so you 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 do have a lot of content so it's it's content from the asset managers then you've got content that is produced um by the likes of bloomberg and reuters so you've got the news driven news driven content and so what really is exciting to me personally about content in the finance sector is how do you make sure that the content that you're producing is actually relevant and interesting to people to your audience right and and i think for me it's 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 finding that it's it's deciding what topics should i be writing about should i be should should i be writing an article should i be producing a video should I, should this be a podcast should this be an infographic will it do well on social media should i put it up on a website somewhere should this be go out in an email and i think it's just all these different aspects of not just making sure that the content topic is is interesting but also the medium of content distribution is correct and then after that how you're actually distributing the content and i just think all of that like when it works together it works together really really well um and when it doesn't it doesn't right and so i think that's the fascinating aspect of working in content in in finance it's not just about the topic but it's everything else that's involved with that as well it's absolutely true so how do you how do you decide what you're going to make, what kind of content you're going to make then? Um, do you know what? Honestly, it's been it's been a, a learn and do experience for me. Um, so, and I also think it depends on the individual circumstances. So I'll give you a bit of history. When I, when I joined Man Group, um, we didn't really have a strategy in place. So everything, so my, for me, I was most comfortable with writing the content and so that's what i started with right so you just write the content it's safe um you put it up on your website and that's fine it wasn't just written content it was written content plus a podcast and then we started looking at like our stats we did a whole client survey we asked our clients what they wanted to what they wanted to listen to whether they would like to read it whether they like to watch the videos 
and so taking all that feedback we were like okay fine so you've got you've got the written they they like to read you know the really long in-depth academic research but actually if you've got a really technical topic what they want is a video and if they if you're just talking to somebody they want a podcast and if it's thematic stuff then it's one medium versus another medium depending on what the themes were and so it was it's just that it's been very much a learning experience for me and you know we don't always get it right right there there are definitely some things even now where i go oh my god yeah do you know what that that would have been better as a video or as a podcast or as an article but it's just something that you just live and learn so talking specifically about video um obviously i know that you work, do work with video tell me about your experience working with video and where you think it it kind of works best in finance i'll i'll talk a bit a little bit about my background here coming from bloomberg obviously video is a very big part of bloomberg right like you you have you have bloomberg tv i was seated next to the video people at bloomberg so for me it's video has always been a tool that you should be having in your content strategy toolkit right it's 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 very effective and i i know how effective it can be for finance specifically i i think there's a couple i think there's quite a few areas that that video is is working really well in finance right so obvious things first i think it's a key tool for marketing right like if you there's a couple of research um articles that i was reading a couple of days ago and apparently just adding something as simple as like a product video on your landing page can apparently increase your conversions by around 80%. So it's just it's it's very it's a very effective simple tool for marketing and and to to teach people about your products. Um I also think personally where video has worked best is when you're trying to talk about hard to understand topics. I mean I don't know take for example you've got a team that's doing some really interesting work but like the work behind it is is very detailed and you know unless you were an expert you really wouldn't understand it but i think i i think this is where video works best right there is only so, there's only so much that you can explain and have a, a reader's attention when you're writing an article but if you had a video and you were showing things to them you had somebody talking on the screen you're actually you know having a video which shoots and tells them you know talking about whatever they are doing i think for that it's very easy for the audience to then understand a topic the the third thing and we haven't really spoken about this is social media right all the social media platforms themselves are are realizing how important this is i mean you talk you talk about you look at facebook and they have like they have live video they have live stage and you've got instagram and you've got the 60 second videos and the instagram stories and then you've got twitter and i think they have periscope i think is what it's called and then um youtube and all of these things and social media is definitely a key platform for content and you know think about your own user journey when you're on social media if you're on linkedin or if you're on twitter all you're doing is scrolling and the one thing that will grab your attention isn't necessarily like an image in a post but it'll probably be a really strong um aesthetically pleasing video right and so i think video in that instance can be really really interesting and then you know just if we're talking about like from an seo perspective for example you know you're you're 53 times more likely to show up on Google if you have a video embedded on your website it it helps with the storytelling it helps internally it's just i i you know i i just think that video is key when it comes to any content strategy i absolutely agree with everything you've just said there it's fantastic um which is great although an argument in a podcast is always get helps with listeners uh, i'm not going to disagree on that one so you talked earlier about how much there is out there though and how you know the likes of bloomberg are producing ridiculous amounts of content how do you stand out because 
a lot of asset managers have similar messages. And in fact, some of their branding is very similar too. So how do you make sure people watch your video content? So I think, and again, I'm I'm looking at video content that I consume. So from a personal perspective, I think it has to be authentic and genuine, right? Does it have to be, and you, you may completely disagree with me, right? But does it have to be absolutely shot perfectly? To me, no, right? If I think that the content itself is really, really interesting, do I care that we don't have the thirds and the angles and, you know, somebody's hair is being cut off? I, I personally don't care about this sort of stuff. Like I said, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a video production expert, so you probably will disagree with me. But I do think that at the heart of it, it's the content that matters. So if your content is good, then I think everything else kind of falls in place. And then also, I think, like I said, I think it has to be genuine and authentic, right? Like, I, you know, if you're talking about, I don't know, say, say you're showcasing people, because um, you want to show the talent in your team, you can very easily see on videos when you've got somebody who's you know, showing their teeth all their time and talking about how great it is to work at a company. And it, it, it sometimes it just feels doesn't feel authentic. But, you know, for example, and this is where I think again, this is where I think that like video can really make an impact. Right. If you if you're trying to showcase the talent in your team, for example, and I'll, I'll take Man Group as an example. We've got we've got these people who do amazing things at Man Group, whether it comes to charities or their professional ballet dancers or their professional Scrabble players. I think there is an opportunity, especially in a post pandemic world where in in times when you don't get to meet people, you can connect with people through video emotionally, but then that video has to be genuine and authentic and it, it can't be fake. You know, what one thing the pandemic has shown us is that, you know, production values aren't everything because we've continued to work through the pandemic, shooting through Zoom and other other channels and platforms that we use. And the response we've had has been incredibly positive. I think the best of both worlds is making sure you've got good content with a you know a strong story but producing it so it, it looks fantastic and it's pretty and, and all those other things. So, uh, uh, you know, certainly the pandemic has is, is proven your theory there around, you know, production values. But at the same time, I do think um, as video has become more prevalent and we're, we're used to seeing, you know, if you watch a, a YouTuber, that the, you know, that is proper high production value stuff. You know, they spend a lot of money on kit now and we're used to seeing good quality content there's a certain level that you can't go below so if the sound is so poor you can't understand what someone's saying then it's you know that's it it's a waste of time right oh definitely and so let me let me clarify bits here when when i'm when i'm talking about like the quality of video i don't mean that the there are basics that you have to get right right Your, your sound quality has to be good your picture quality has to be good nobody wants to watch a blurred video um or things like that and like you know we don't you know you don't want to be you don't want to have somebody like like a shot of a video and you know half the face is cut up and things like that and so i completely agree with you i think you definitely need to get the basics right because even if you don't if you don't get the basics right no one's going to watch your video um so i completely agree with you there part of that is finding the right agency to work with to give you guidance on those things I speak to a lot of clients who say they get contacted uh, almost every day by video production companies. Um, and with a title like head of content, I would imagine you get bombarded. Um, how, what, how do you decide who you want to work with when it comes to making video? You know, that's, I think that would be really useful for our audience to get a better understanding of you know, your top tips about who to work with and why. Yes, I do get a lot of requests from video companies 
um, as you can imagine. But I think there is there's a few things here, right? So the first one is recommendations. I mean, Simon, you know that we've started working with you because you you came very highly recommended or Big Button came very highly recommended um, because of people who've worked with you. So when you've worked with people previously in your past um, and you've had a really good experience with them, that word of mouth really matters, right? You know somebody who's had that experience with them and you know that that experience has been good. And I think that in its in itself speaks volumes. And then after that, it is all about things like feedback. How are they taking feedback on board? Not every project is going to be is not going to be easy, right? And there are, there are teams, like, for example, there are teams internally at Man Group who are quite perfectionist in how they want their videos. And then there are other teams that are, you know, that are a bit more flexible. And it's just how does the video company take that feedback on board and realize, actually, do you know what, there is one section of a company that is that is quite detail oriented. So just taking that that um, feedback on board and making sure that they're they're open to that feedback and amending that so that the client is happy. But also, while I've said that, also pushing back where where necessary, right? So I'm not a video expert. I'm the head of content, but I'm not a video expert. And so what I would be looking for in a video company is when I go and say this is what person X wants in a video for somebody to go, actually, that's a really bad idea because of X, Y, and Z, right? And so it is also, it's a fine line of making sure that you're taking the feedback on board, but also the video company is the expert. And so just making sure that that expertise comes through. I think in the finance sector specifically, I think having a little bit of knowledge around what is important um, for clients in the finance sector is quite important, right? I think I don't know if you're having a video about natural language processing, just it's it's not a topic that everybody would know about. So having done that research on what is natural language processing, what it, what it, why is it important? Why, why is this client talking about it? What do we want it to come across? Just having that little bit of knowledge and background and research as to why we're doing a video. I think that's also quite important and useful. Absolutely. At Big Button, one of our values actually is being inquisitive. Um, and I, I found that that's something that's served me very well over the 20 years I've been making video and that I'm genuinely interested in all of the businesses that I work with and I want to find out more about them and you know their products or services and their audiences and I think if you if you can find an agency to work with that has that interest you know they're more passionate about what they're doing and they care about delivering something that's going to work I think that that's probably my top tip really about you know working with with agencies Assuming that does all work, Darshini, then I wanted to ask you about measurement, about how and if and how you measure the effectiveness of your video content. Okay, so I look at video content the same way I look as I look at any other forms of my content, right? So when we're producing a content and um, I always, always look at like the click-through rates, right? So if we're sending out an email campaign around the video, has this video done well? Right. And I'm always I always benchmark myself to be what I want to achieve is double the industry average, which I know is and, and look, it's it's not always possible. Right. And obviously we have content that does really, really badly. But that's the whole idea behind especially video. So I always make sure that I'm trying to benchmark myself higher than the industry average and seeing whether a video or any piece of content that I am producing is achieving that benchmark or not. So yeah, measurement. So you know, with with like e with click through rates, 
but like views on social media, the number of shares you get, the number of comments that you get, I think is also really, really important because what may work in one medium may not work in the others, right? So you have an email marketing strategy um, and your video may not do well there at all, but maybe that's because it's the wrong medium in which you're distributing your content and maybe social media is the way to go about doing it. And so it's just making sure that no matter how you're distributing your content and your your, your videos, um, that you're that you're looking across all the platforms. Um, but then this is why I also think that the type of videos that you produce, for example, is is suitable for the medium that you're using. Like, should you be putting up a 10 minute video up on LinkedIn? No, you shouldn't. I think for your website, that's absolutely fine. And if you're looking at like the, the clicks on there, I think that's amazing. But then if you're looking at social media, it's all about, well, we've got this 10 minute video. How can we make these into 10 one minute videos um, that we can then drip feed into social media? And so it's, I think it's also thinking about that and thinking about not just video strategy as a whole, but also once you've got a video in place, how are we actually, um, how are we distributing that? And then making sure that your stats, your viewership stats reflect the medium that you're using. That's brilliant. And it's really refreshing to hear. And we, we ran webinars and the, the last one I ran, uh, 11% of the people on said they didn't measure the effectiveness of the video in any way. So, uh, which is quite shocking considering it's quite an investment, right? That is, that is actually really shocking. What was the audience? Was it like finance? Yeah. So that was, um, so we've run webinars recently, um, because obviously we work in some certain key verticals, finance being one, um, and it was in the finance vertical that, um, people were saying that they weren't measuring, uh, the effectiveness at all. That was 11%. So no measurement. I mean, this is the great thing about an anonymous poll, right? People aren't too <laughs> embarrassed to tell you that. Um, and I think that the, we certainly find a big button that the, the organizations that we have the best relationships with are the ones that measure because they then understand the value of video. You know, if you're just creating content to look pretty on your website and then you're putting it on and forgetting about it, then, you know, we're not the right people to work with because honestly, I don't think that's the way to use video, um, which is why it's great to hear you talk about, you know, that that value. And uh, I mean, I'm a little bit nervous. You've talked about you want to outperform the market by double. Uh <laughs> So uh, we're going to have to make sure we <laughs> work extra hard on those storyboards. I, <laughs> I, I do have to say, like I said, I don't, I don't always achieve that. It's always nice to have targets, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. <laughs> what about the future, Darshini? You know, what are your hopes um, about sort of video um, at Man Group in the future? Um, if, if you could achieve anything with video uh, uh, beyond outperforming everyone else by by double, then what, what would that be? You know, in an ideal world, what's, what's, you know, if you could make any video content money is no object what what would you make and why i think in this current day and age you do need to differentiate yourself right um and with social media being so so popular and with videos on social media being so popular um i think i think video strategy uh, like having a video strategy in place is absolutely essential to making sure that your content is successful um so a couple of things that I personally am looking at, um, and again, this is this is very much based on what Man Group does, um, and you know I've had a look at what our competitors are doing and things like that. The first things f for me, the first thing is the people, right? I think we, and especially at Man Group, there is such a good people story. Our culture is just unbelievable, and if you're inside Man Group, you obviously know that but I'm not sure that we're getting that message across effectively on the outside. And I think video is the best way to do that, right? If you just look at the 
the skills that man group has but also all the extracurricular activities that we're doing our volunteering like just the family feel that man group has it, it is absolutely amazing and i think that we need to do a better job at shouting out about how how amazing man group is um as a company and so that's one of the things that i'm working on i want to do like a people series that showcases all the amazing people that we have at man group and all the amazing work that we are doing at man group um that doesn't directly relate it to work itself so that's the first thing the second thing that i think i personally would think that videos would do really really well in is looking at the really what i was talking about before the really hard to understand topics right so We've had quite a few requests over the number of years um, saying, you know, I've got a client. Um, she doesn't really understand what systematic investing is all about. Can Do you have a primer? Do you have an explainer? That may sound like a really, really simple ask, but actually systematic investing is so deep. There's so many facets to that. There's there isn't just a simple answer. And so I think, for example, with that, it wouldn't it be great to have a video that says, this is what we mean by systematic investing. You've then got all the different divisions within systematic investing. You've got, you know, some, let's say our head of machine learning, our head of um, NLP, our, our head of data, and they all talk about how they all come together when, when they're doing systematic investing. Um, and I think that's, I think it's very, very, for for topics for complex topics like that, I think video can be really really useful. Again, things like tech, right? A lot of finance companies are talking about the technology that they use, um, but people don't really understand it. So having a you know a behind the scenes videos of what we actually mean when we say we are a tech company, look at the amazing tech that we have. What does that really mean? I think videos can do really really well. And so I think that there are definitely a few areas in finance where I think video is much better placed than anything else from an educational perspective it's interesting isn't it in that they're kind of two completely different approaches and that you know video does work very well for communicating technical information very quickly because we can use sound and picture all at the same time but then on the other side of it there's the emotional side which is getting to know people in a way that you can't in a pdf um because it could be written by someone else for as far as we know right whereas in a video especially if you can get that genuine um, like you were talking about it earlier, that authentic approach, then you trust people more. And if you're investing a lot of money, then that's absolutely that you need to be able to trust the people you're, you're investing it with, right? Yes, exactly. And you're, you're absolutely right. I didn't think about how different both like those three projects are, but you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, the people, the people videos will be very, very different to a tech video versus a like a primer videos so yeah absolutely and so you need you need a video company that has skills that can work across you know all the different types of videos that you want to do as well fantastic well we are out of time now so we're going to have to um to finish it there but thank you so much it's been really interesting and i, I know the audience is going to find it really interesting as well but thanks very much for joining me today darshini thank you thank you so much for listening to the on the button podcast it's brought to you by big button Big Button is a strategic video agency. You can find out more about our work at bigbutton.tv. I hope you can join us next time.